uh, in Joshua chapter 1 says now after verses 1 now after the death of Moses the servant of the Lord it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua the son of Nun Moses minister saying Moses my servant is dead now therefore arise and go over this Jordan thou and all this people unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that I have given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Therefore shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor will I forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, for thou that thou mayest prosper whatsoever thou, or whithersoever thou goest. Now this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have Good success, that's the only time you'll see success used in the Bible is right there. One time it's written in the King James Bible is right there. Success. Last verse. Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. That's three times he said that. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. The title of our message today is, The Courage to Obtain the Promise. Do you have the courage to obtain the promise? Once again, our title today is, The Courage to Obtain the Promise. Now this is what I found, is that when Israel left Egypt, Israel is a state of the church is Egypt is a state of the world. Now, when Israel left Egypt, when they received the promise, what they believed to be the promise, when they received the promise, it didn't look like it. Didn't look like it. You see, what you have faith in, see, we have the faith. And we have the belief. But the thing is, is that when we get and we receive what God has for us, it don't look like 
what we had the faith for and what we believed in. I'm going to prove it to you in the Bible. And because of that, we have the faith. Because of that, we have the belief. But there's one thing missing. We don't have the courage to obtain. That's what the church's dilemma is. The church don't have no courage. Christians are lost for courage. And you can't be a soldier without courage. You've got to have courage. You see, they, we, we have the, 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 the faith. And we have the belief, just like Israel. You know, they believed that God was going to set them free. But when they got free, freedom didn't look like what they thought it was supposed to look like, you see. When they got ready to receive it, see, it looks totally different. Wonder why? Because God has some things that he want to show us in this thing. Now watch this. It says, now, after the death of Moses, Moses is the lawgiver. See, the law couldn't take you but so far. The law couldn't take you into the promised land. See, it had to stop short of that. And then a guy named Joshua came up. Joshua in Hebrew means savior. He's a type of Jesus. He specifies grace. You see, grace is the only thing that could take us over. See, the law had a limited knowledge as Brenda would teach us. See, it had a limited knowledge. It couldn't do but so much. It was never designed to do anything except show us that we needed a savior. Now, after the death of Moses, see, the lawgiver got to go. The servant of the Lord. See, his time had passed. It came to pass that the Lord spake unto who? Joshua. Joshua is the savior. You see, another one is about to take the torch. Now, he is the son of none. None represents the truth. So, Joshua, the Savior, is the builder of truth in us because John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, right? And Joshua being a type of Jesus because their name means the same, Savior. You see, he is the son of none or the builder of truth. Are you with me? Now, watch this. It said, now, Moses minister saying, God spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, who is Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is what? Somebody say it's dead. The law is dead. Dead. Grace is in. Watch this. Now, therefore, do what? Get up. Get up. Come from out from the weight of the law. Get up, it said. Because in order for you to cross over, you got to first rise. You got to do something. See, he's giving instructions to move forward. He's giving the instructions to move forward, people. I'm going to say it again. He's giving the instruction to move forward, young ladies. That go for you too. Because you're going to be stuck in poverty. Listen. You'll be stuck in poverty. You'll be stuck in stupidity. You'll be stuck in babies. With all kind of daddies. This ain't no time to play. Listen up. I'm trying to help you up in here. 
This is a word for the blind, the crippled, the crazy, 8 to 80. Don't make no difference. It's a word for everybody. Now the word of God says, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore, you got to get up off your pity party. And you got to go over, not through it, but you got to go over the Jordan, which is the spiritual stream of life, see? See, you got to rise to the spiritual level, and then you got to be able to go over it. It's too much junk trying to go through the spiritual realm. You got to learn how to go over it. Now, the Word of God says here, Thou and all this people. See, he didn't say for Joshua to go by himself. He said for everybody to go, right? So when the ship, when the, when, 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 the, when the tide roll in, then all the ships that's on the shore, they rise together, right? Don't that what we preach here? It's not a one-man show, but it's a we thing. Ain't that what we preach here? Well, that's what he's talking about here. This is why we preach it. He said, now, go over this Jordan, verse 2, and all his people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. See, he's already given the land to them. Watch this. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. You see, the sole of your foot represents the power that's in your journey. Y'all know we're on a journey, right? Now, you can go through life. You can go through life, church, and through this journey. And you can go through it and not accomplish nothing. Because where you're stepping ain't got no power in it. See, you ain't, you ain't walking with the power in this journey. You understand what I'm saying? So you can work your tail off and you can try to do everything, but Jesus, this word of God says that every place that your foot shall tread, I'll get to you. That's what the words say. And the word there, every, the sole of your foot means everywhere you walking in power. You understand what I'm saying? So, the reason why, when you look, well, I don't want to get there. I'll back up on that. I'll get there in a minute. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So, we got to learn to walk in the power. And he said, now, this is what I'm going to do for you. He said, now, in verse 4, from the wilderness, I've given you all this land from the wilderness and this Lebanon unto the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. Now watch this. Here's God's people. They've got faith for freedom to relieve, to leave from Egypt, right? And they've got belief to leave, right? But now... What they believed was for freedom, right? But what's the first thing that they got? The wilderness. Oh. Does that look like to you freedom? They believe for freedom. But they receive the wilderness. Now the wilderness got scorpions. 
got drought because they were begging for water. Got manna, they got tired of eating that. They wanted some quail, and that killed them. Then they had those serpents that was biting them. See, see, that's what they received. They thought they were getting freedom, right? But freedom didn't look like freedom when they received it. What they believed for. You understand what I'm saying? It didn't look the same. But that was part of the deal. When they got to the land of Canaan, the promised land, they believed for the promised land, right? But when they got to the promised land, what did they receive? Giants in the land. We looked like grasshoppers. See, what they had faith for was the, and what they believed was for the land of milk and honey. But what did they get? Giants. That's what they received for the Wait a minute. What I believe don't look like what I got. Amen? Are you with me? You see? You see, when, when, when Brenda and I started this church and had a vision for it, we had the faith and we had the belief but we didn't know all the haters and all the hell and all the discomfort and all the sleepless nights. See, see, that didn't, that wasn't in the equation over here in faith and belief. Oh, y'all better listen to me because I'm preaching better than y'all shouting up in here. See, see, that didn't look like it. But as we went through this thing, we had to meet up. With the haters and the naysayers and, and, and those that were stabbing you in the back. You understand what I'm saying? We had to, we had to go through. See, we believe for God we're just going to fill the church up and, you know, everything was going to be all right, right? But what we received was a lot of empty chairs, a lot of people coming in and going out. You, you understand what I'm saying? See, all that, but that don't mean that we didn't receive the promise. So, so we had the faith, we had the belief, but we also had the courage to obtain the promise. You see, and most of us don't have the courage to obtain the promise. Most of us, when it don't look like what we believed in, and we go over here to get it, then what's happening is, uh, this don't look like God. You said, I'm going to get the promise, man, but what I got was I am a right standing 12 to 14 feet tall. You understand what I'm saying? That don't look like God. Something ain't right. I must have misheard him. No, you heard him right. You heard him right. He told you before you went over. Be good courage. Told him three times, didn't he? He said, now I didn't give you this thing. But you got to step on it. Y'all didn't hear me. I said, I didn't give you this thing, but you got to step on it. You see, every one of these empty chairs, that's a giant standing beside you. Look around. That's a giant. Your foot ain't treaded there yet. When your foot tread over in the power and the authority of God, then another one will show up. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. You see, everywhere there's an empty chair, empty seat, that's a giant. It's got to be taken down in order for you to receive the promise. See, see, the promise is still there, Brenda. The promise is for the full house. It's still there. 
but you got to have faith, you got to have belief, and then you got to have courage to walk it out. Because what you believed in and what you had faith in don't look like what you got. You know what I'm saying? You believe for that new job. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know the hell you were going to have to go to when you met up on that crazy boss man that you got. See, you, did, you, did, you didn't know nothing about that, see. But you got the promise. You know, you asked for a job, you believed for a job, but now you're murmuring because you got the job. Because it don't look like what you, see, see that's what's wrong with church folk. They used to call me all the time. Well, this ain't right, that ain't right, this ain't right. You just a murmur. All you do is call problems. You're not part of the solution. You're part of the problem. Because you don't come to church to hear the word of God. You come to church to critique what's going on. So you can't get no word no way because you're too busy critiquing. So it don't look like it, do it? When you bought that new car, uh-huh, you've had faith in it, you believed in it, but you hadn't looked down the road for them five years that that thing had to be paid for when the work is slack. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Or when the motor break down or the transmission break down and, and, and the warranty is off it. Whoa. Have mercy, Lord. You understand what I'm saying? See? Or, or, or when, you, when you ask for that new husband or that new wife, you know, you, 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 you believed in it. Now you got faith in it. And then God give it to you. And now it don't look like what you thought it was supposed to look like. Because it's got some infractions in it. And you do too. So now you got to learn how to deal with the infraction and still love each other without choking each other. I'm talking to you now. See, see, it don't look like, but it's still the promise that you receive. It just don't look like it. You know why it don't look like it? It ain't going to never look like it until you learn how to deal with the giants. Until you learn how to knock down the giant, then you'll be able to see that this is the promise. But you can have the faith and you can have the belief, but if you ain't got no courage, then you like that little old lion on the Wizard of Oz, he's shaking, he see his tail and he, you know what I'm saying? Cause he ain't got no courage. You know what I mean? He scared his own tail, Minister Marcelet. his own tail, his heel. You know what I'm saying? The Wizard of Oz, yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You go after something, but it, because you got a little bit of stuff you got to go through to get it, you back off it. Because you're scared. What God going to do with a coward? Nothing. God called a soldier. When you ever seen a coward soldier? I've been in the military. How many have been in the military in here? About, about four of them. One, two, three, four, five. Going. Got another little note that's going. She ain't there yet, but she gone. No, she ain't there yet now. Wait till you get there. It's a little bit different than all OTC. No, you ain't there yet, honey. Wait till you get there. 
Then we're going to find out who got courage to take that heel. When all the odds are against you, but are you still going to believe what you heard and had courage to obtain the promise? Do y'all understand what I'm talking about up in this morning? So what happened was God promised them that they were going to have everything that they put their foot on. From the wilderness, that's the first thing he gave them. Because how many of y'all know that the wilderness ain't a bad place to be? But the wilderness is an excellent place to be. I'm going to tell you why. Because the word wilderness there means uninhabited land that's fit to feed God's flock. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. What did God say to Elijah? Elijah, get up and eat. Because this journey is too long for you to do it by yourself. You see, so you got to have the wilderness of the uninhabited land that can feed God's flock. In other words, <coughs> you got to put your time in and have a revelation to feed God's people. Like y'all get here. You understand what that? That's what the wilderness means. It's uninhabited land. It ain't that tell your neighbor and look at your neighbor, that old recycled mess that they tell every Sunday. No, no, no. That's old. That's garbage. No, this is the wilderness. This is uninhabited knowledge. Knowledge that hasn't been uh, 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 appropriated yet to give you understanding on what the wilderness really is. That the wilderness is a good place to be. Because that's the place that's going to feed you and nourish you and give you the strength that you need to get the promise. But what did they do? Let's go back to Egypt. I remember the leeks and the onions. You see what I'm saying? How many people have turned away and emptied the seat because they don't have the courage? Because they don't have the courage to continue on. Church house of death has been through. We've been tried and testing it. Y'all old, old heads, say amen. amen. I got folk up in there been with me ever since day one. But check this out. It ain't a whole lot of them. Well, all you got to do is look at Israel. They went through the wilderness and then matured the original. <laughs> you understand what? You got to know what's going on. See, God going to keep on killing them out until he get what he want. You understand? <laughs> One can put thousand to flight. Two, ten thousand. I'd rather have one of what I got up in here now with each one of y'all than a hundred of them yahoos that might show, might not, might do, might not go so long and then drop off. What am I going to do with that? When I look around and I'm fighting that King Og and King Sihon of, of, of the Amorite and, and King Og of, the, of Bashan. When I, when I, when I, when I, and, 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 and King Sihon, he, he slept in a bed that was, I think it was Og that slept in a bed that was 14 and a half feet long and six feet wide. Six feet wide. What kind of man? And they say that, that, that the Amorite King Sihon was 
tallest cedar. That the Bible say that. Now you got to have somebody's got some courage. So so them twelve spies they look and ten of them say ain't got no courage. Two of them say we can take it. We can take it. We don't care nothing about that. If we if we do this thing right, we can take them. But it's gonna take some courage. <clears throat> That's what he was telling Joshua. That's what he was telling. Now he says here, verse 4, Not only am I going to give you the wilderness, which is uninhabited land for feeding the flock, but I'm going to give you Lebanon. Lebanon represents your pureness. I'm going to give you a pure and sound doctrine. Even unto the great river, didn't the Bible say there's a river that runs out of Eden? Didn't the Bible say there's a river that made glad the city of God and the holy place of his tabernacle? Psalm 46, 10. There are uh, 46 uh, uh, verses 4 through 10. There is a river. He said, I'm going to give you that too. And I'm going to give you all the land of, listen up. He said, I'm going to give you not some of the land, but I'm going to give you all the land of those Hittites. Uh-oh. Timothy say, God's not giving us a spirit of fear, but what of what? Love, power, and a sound mind, right? A sound mind, not lunatic, sound mind. Not one you, you, today I feel like I will, N now I feel like I won't. You know what I mean? Not that kind of mind, but a sound mind, a made up mind, one that knows what it needs to do. Now watch this, he said, now I'm going to give you all the land of the Hittites. The word Hittite means fear and terror. You see, you ain't got no courage. There are things that you're afraid of that's immobilized you. Oh, y'all don't have to talk to me. Y'all don't have to talk to me. But there are things in your life that, has, that you're afraid of and that has terrorized you and it has immobilized you and caused you not to gain the land of the Hittites because you're still in fear and terror. Some of y'all are scared to try something new. I almost said something, but I won't. Some of them scared to try something new. In order to know God, you got to be open. I don't want to do it that way. And you might need to try it that way. Because that other way ain't doing for you what it need to do. But you're afraid to try something new. You, you're afraid to give yourself a chance. So how you going to gain the Hittite? And all the land of when God all that, he said, I promise it to you. Now all you got to do is step on it. That's all. He said, I gave you that. But that ain't all I gave you. I also gave you unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun. In other words, I have given you all of the spiritual realm of me. All you got to do is hang in there with me. He said, all of it shall be your coast. Verse 4 at the end. Y'all see it? And he, then he says in verse 5, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. Because as I was with Moses, so will I be with you, and I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Now here's God. All the promises of God are yea and amen, right? Here he is saying, <coughs> I'm not going to fail you, and I'm not going to forsake you. I tell you, I'm going to give you all this. 
Lord, I just don't know. I just don't know why all this is happening to me. Well, you don't, you don't know nothing about God then. You understand what I'm saying? You, 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 you need to reevaluate the word. That's what you need to do. You need to read the word. And stop listening to them old yoke, yoke preachers that ain't talking about nothing. But you just, oh, that's such a revelation. That ain't nothing. You falling all on the floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't got nothing. Nothing. You don't know what's in the Bible. Oh, you know the popular scripture. But there's a whole lot of other things in there that ain't so popular that you need to know. What about that? That ain't, see, the unpopular stuff don't bring them in. It's the popular stuff. It's, it's the lies you tell them. Bring them in. Slick daddy. I call them pimps. Pimps in the pulpit. Bible say they'll make merchandise out of you. That's what it say. That's what it said. Then he goes on to say in verse 6, this is the first time he said, he said, now I need for you to be strong and of good, of good courage. For unto this people shall I divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto thy fathers to give them. There you go again. He's telling them. I didn't give you this thing. Then he goes and says it the second time. Only be thou strong and what kind of courageous? Very courageous. And thou mayest, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou may prosper wheresoever thy goeth. Now here's where the clincher is, right here. Read. Verse 8, it says, this book, this one right here, this book of the law shall not depart out of whose mouth? Your mouth. But you should meditate where? Therein. Not meditate on it. Meditate in it. If I abide in you and my word abide, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, meditate therein, both day and night. In other words, it's required of you to meditate on this word regardless of what your condition is. Whether you're in your daytime or in your nighttime season, when all hell is broke loose, you still got to meditate on this word therein if it's going to work for you. That thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. You got to meditate therein. Then you got to do what you're meditating on. For then, conjunction. It's only then when you meditate therein and you do what this book say. That you shall make your way, what? Prosperous. And then shall you have what kind of success? Good success. And that word success there means to have the expertise not only to do good for yourself and prosper, but to help others to do good and prosper. 
It ain't just about you. Good success to God means he's going to bless you so that you can bless others. You see, what a blessing. A blessing is, look, people, this is not a blessing. And I've told my old heads this before. A blessing is not when God give you, pay your light bill. Because first of all, your light bill, you ought to have sense enough not to let you ever let your light bill go unchecked anyway. Pay it when, you, when it's supposed to be paid. And stop robbing from Peter to pay Paul. Am I in the house? Am I hurting anybody's feelings yet? I hope I am. A blessing ain't when you find money to pay your car payment because you should have been paying it anyway. When you're supposed to pay it. You ever heard of saving for a rainy day? You don't wait till it rains to talk about, oh, it's raining and I can't go to work and I ain't got no money this week. Are you crazy? You've been working every week and you don't put away nothing? You ought to be poor and broke. And that's exactly what you're going to be. I can't tell. Is there any other way that I can tell the truth, y'all? If it can anybody else tell the truth better than telling the truth, just come on up here and do it. Ain't even one way to tell the truth, I know. Hey, that's, that's all you can do, right? Because the whole thing is to get people to look at themselves. See, a blessing is when you get a truckload of stuff and you're able to share it with somebody else. You know, that, that's what blessings are. See, when God bless you, it's always overflow. You understand what I'm saying? It ain't just enough for you. That ain't no blessing. That's just God showing mercy on your stupid selves. And we all been stupid. Ain't we glad some of us ain't no more? Don't none of us have to be. Stupidity will keep you broke and make you want to kill yourself. Because you're so caught up in your poverty that can't nobody. And you, and you guess what you'll do? You'll go back to broke. Broke will go back to broke. Broke don't want to go forward with those that are pro, pro, broke. will always go back to broke. Did you hear me? Because broke feel comfortable with broke. So broke don't want to hear good teachings and do what's necessary to be done. So what broke do? Broke break off from prosperity. And go and get anointed by poverty. Oh, Jesus. That's crazy. But that's what it'll do. That's what it'll do. It won't take the anointing of prosperity. It'll hate it. It'll despise it. Even when you help it. It'll despise it. But it'll go back over here to the old broke. And when it get back over to the old broke and get anointed by it, then it'll hate broke. Because broke can't get nothing from broke. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just telling you the truth. You see, I'm going to lay this thing out like it is. You see, the blessing's over here. But see, it don't look like it. You see. Because when you, when, when you had faith and when you believed for the blessing, now, what you did was, when you got over here, and you saw that the haters was there, and you saw that the naysayers were there, and you saw that the discomforting was there, you backed up, and you say, that can't be God. But it is God. But God wants you to stand before the giant and take him down. You understand what I'm saying? 
because when the giant is taken down, all the Philistines flee, flee away. They left. But long as that one giant was there, they had courage. You got to learn to take down the giants in your life. You got to learn to do that or you're going to forever get to the border. A 14 and a, half, and, a, and a half day journey from Egypt. 11 and a half from Mount Sinai to Canaan. A total of 14 and a half days. Took them 40 years. Because when they got there and they saw what they saw, they didn't have no courage to obtain the promise. And when you don't have the courage you need to obtain what God has given you, guess what? You're going to go back in the wilderness. Now the wilderness ain't no more good for you because the wilderness was only intended for you to go through one time. One time. You weren't supposed to go back through that again. Now you caught up in it. Now what used to feed you has now become rotten to you. Oh God. Boy, I'm preaching up in here today. Lord have mercy. Where's my Bible? <laughs> Last verse. Verse 9. Are we there? Hear the word of the Lord. It says, have not I commanded thee, this the third time, to be strong and of a good courage? That's not a request. He said that's a command. Be not afraid. Why he keep bringing that up? Because he knows. He knows that fear has immobilized us from getting the problem. The only people that's prospering at House of Destiny are the people who aren't afraid. Who believe the word and then go and challenge it. Those that hear the word and back up off it through fear. Zero. At some point in time, you've got to take on what you say you believe and exercise. You tell me that God's word says in the book of Timothy that God has not given us a spirit of fear. But why are you shaking all the time? I don't understand that. You, you told me that. But when I look at what you told me in your life, you shaking. Well, that don't add up. You told me that God has given us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind, but you have crazy half the time. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> huh? It don't add up, people. It don't add up. So what I'm saying is this. If what we're saying, if we're not doing, then we ought not be saying it. Just say what you can do. And don't say what you can't do.
Don't tell me nothing about what God said and you crazy. Because maybe God ain't saying it to me. Maybe God is saying it to you. And instead of you listening, you passing it on. Anybody ever did that to you? Well, God told me. I think he was telling you. You just misheard him. Or misfiltered it. You heard him, but you, you diverted it. He says here now, don't you be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with you. Not some places that you go, but every place. Even in marriage, even in business, even in life, even in death, even in poverty, even in wealth. God say, I'm with you. Makes no difference where you are. Because when I'm with you, you rich. When I'm with you. Because I don't value things the way man does. That's the good thing I like about God. Amen? Let's give God some praise, sure. Brother Sean, when you cut that 